Welcome to Living Your Limitless Life. Your host is Carol DeShane, the founder of Connect to Joy. This program is designed to inspire and motivate you to find your best life. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here is Carol DeShane. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I'm Carol DeShane, and my passion in life is to help you find your joy, to release what holds you back, and assist you to quantum leap your journey of self-discovery. I'm an intuitive, certified in life and business coaching, and a Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner and teacher. So if you're ready to start creating that life you've only dreamed of, that you deserve, let's have some fun. And let's get started right now. I'm going to be talking about energy healing for your mind, your body, and your emotions. And whether this is a new subject for you and you think it's kind of silly or odd or not true, or whether you've been doing this for years, I hope you'll see that there is something that you can get from this. I am going to be speaking about my past, about why that I'm able to speak on the subject, as well as what energy is and different types of energy healings that may appeal to you. I've been working with three specifically, so I'll get into those in more detail and about the benefits and about what some of my clients or I myself have experienced working with these energies. So hang in there if it's something unusual for you, because just know that you're here for a reason and that it may be something that is just what you need. My past has to do with the energy work with mostly Reiki. I was working with Reiki for 25 years and as a Reiki master for 20 years, helping people healing, mostly clearing their minds and helping them with their energy level. And of course, with some of the actual healing for the body and the mind. I found that at one point I shifted and I ended up working with Marconic energy. It's a multidimensional energy as a recalibration practitioner. And there's more information on that on my website when you uh, are finished with this, if you want to know more. I want to start by talking about energy itself and how you can use it to clear and heal not only your physical body, but your mental and emotional bodies as well. Science talks about everything is made up of energy, which some people refer to as chi or prana. You may have heard of those. And science has proved that all things, including people and even solid objects, and even, well, this is going to sound weird, but even nothing is made of energy. If you look at an atom in your fourth grade science class, or whatever age it was when you first saw it, yeah, at least with I was there, I had these cute little films that they showed us with little people in them explaining what atoms and molecules were. And you'd see the nucleus and the protons and the electrons going around it. But there was all this space in between. There's this air and all the space, but that the space itself is energy, which means that everything is energy and that all this different energy is vibrating at different frequencies and at different levels. And so that's why sometimes you see it, sometimes you don't. The gas versus the liquid versus the solid matter. Now, this is a really, really basic thing because I'm not a scientist, but to me, And to most people, I think it only makes sense that if you can manipulate that energy properly at the right vibration for you, it seems like at least it should be able to be used in healing, right? Now, if you're out of whack, you want to get back into alignment. Now, that's, of course, not the scientific term. You know what I mean by that? 
that if your energy is off, you should be able to get it back into alignment. If you can tap into that right alignment, that right vibration for you, you should be able to heal yourself and others, hypothetically, right? Well, energy healing has been around for a really long time, and there are a lot of them out there. And I'm going to name a few here to see if they sound familiar to you without getting into any major details. Pranic healing is one. It's about the auric field. It works with that. Theta healing, perhaps you've heard of that one. It works with, as you would think from theta, brain waves, and it focuses on thought and prayer. Quantum touch is about breathing and resonance and entrainment. Reiki, the one I'm the most familiar with, is ancient Japanese healing art. It's a spiritually guided type of energy. There is therapeutic touch, which I believe is also known as the healing touch, which is magnetic energy field. EFT, it means emotional freedom technique, but most people know of it as tapping. It has to do with tapping fingers on specific acupressure points while speaking affirmations. And there's a lot deeper information to all of these, but I at least wanted to touch on them. And of course, Marconics, my latest multidimensional energy work, that raises your vibration and adjusts your body's energy field to thrive in higher dimensions has ascension work as the main part of that. I'm going to be describing a couple of these that I've had the pleasure of being involved with either as a practitioner or as a client or both because I want you to check in with yourself. If you used it before, you may be in a different vibration now and maybe it won't be right for you to use it now. Maybe it's your old go-to kind of energy work if you've been around for a bit and you think, no, I always use that one. I don't need a new one. But you may find that specific times in your life or specific parts in your life need different types of energy work in order to shift you. Perhaps you've outgrown one type or it's a different part of your life and it just feels like it's not doing enough. So let me tell you about tapping first. Tapping the meridians while saying positive affirmations may not sound like it makes much sense to some people, but it can be pretty powerful. And it's used for a variety of things from wanting to change your eating habits to just your beliefs and your way of thinking. But it's the things that are stuck in your cells, all those emotions really, that I find it works the best on, which does therefore impact the rest of your reality too. It's not just what you're working on those emotions, but the emotions, when they shift, your whole reality, your whole life shifts. And I know this one because I used this when I worked with my life coach after my divorce. Well, not even after my divorce. I was in the middle of the divorce when all those emotions are going crazy, whether or not it's an easy divorce, which I don't think there is such a thing, or an impossible divorce with children and money and all this other stuff you have to deal with. There's a lot of emotions flying around. A lot of them can be anger or fear or depression or guilt or whatever it is that you've got. Lots of anger sometimes. This is something that can really dispel some of these emotional fireworks you may be having because I was sharing the house after the decision to make the divorce for six months with my then husband. And it was not the easiest of times. We didn't scream at each other. We sort of ignored each other. But it was, you could feel the emotions flying, even though. And so I started working with this life coach and I started doing the tapping. First, I would vent for the first 45 minutes on what I was feeling. And she would be the one writing down these affirmations for me, the things that she could tell I needed to work on as an objective third party, thank goodness. 
And then the last 15 minutes, we would do the tapping. Every time I was complete with that tapping, I know some of it was the venting and letting go of some of those emotions, but we don't, when we vent, always let them go. Sometimes we blow them up. We make them bigger. And so the tapping seemed to release these emotions that I had just been working on in an even bigger way. At the end, I would feel almost giddy. And I don't, not everybody feels this way, but I felt almost giddy with the feelings that I was going through with the release. I almost wanted to laugh every time I hung up with her, but I knew I didn't dare. I didn't want to have my poor husband who was not going through a good time to have him hear me. Because, but I was releasing so much of these anxieties and this pent up emotion. And I found that with tapping for me, I've tried it on my own and it doesn't work nearly as well. This may not be true for anybody else. But for me, I didn't find it work nearly as well. And I'm not sure if it was because I needed the energy of the person I was working with or because I needed that person, that objective person to give me stronger and better affirmations for me, to see them for me. If you tried them and it didn't work for you, you may want to try with someone else leading you, even if it's just someone who knows how to do it and not some teacher, because they may be able to help you craft the affirmations for you to make sure that you get it clear for yourself. Make sure that if this feels right, listen as I go through these descriptions of these different types of energy healings so that you can feel what feels the best for you at this time in your life about this particular situation in your life. Each one's going to feel different. Each one is going to either hit you or you might go, well, that sounds stupid. Or you might think, well, not, no, this doesn't feel right for me. Don't allow how I feel about any of these. I think they're all wonderful, that they all can help you. But they may not be, like I said, for you right now. They may not appeal to you for whatever reason right now. And that is totally on you. It's totally okay. It's totally whatever is the best for you right now. I was a Reiki master, as I mentioned earlier, for 20 years. And I had been a practitioner for 25 in order to be a Reiki practitioner, you need to be what they call attuned. And a master will go ahead and do a bunch of symbols over you and, and attune you to that type of energy so you can pull it in. There are different levels of practitioners. Hence, the if you've heard level one, two, three, whatever, and Reiki master, they are different levels. Some people, I find their energy is a little more grounded than others. So if you go to somebody and it feels a little off or doesn't feel right for you, by all means, try a different Reiki person if it still feels right, like you want to try Reiki, but the person doesn't feel right. And that is with any practitioner. If you think, well, this is what I want, and you go, oh, no, that person doesn't feel right, by all means, try someone else until you say, never mind, it's the energy. <laughs> so you have the options. With Reiki, it's a pretty gentle energy, but it's pretty persistent. It can be done no touch. You, don't, you can send it remotely or work on someone in the same room. In any case, you normally do not touch the person. You can, and I have done that before where I was working with someone with pain, and especially like my mom when she was at church, and she would be wiggling around, and she'd look at me and touch me and go, help, you know, without saying anything. And I just put my hand on her arm, kind of pump the Reiki into her in order to have her pain diminish. And it worked all the time with her. She was someone who sucked in the energy really well, and it worked really well for her. This also works really great on cancer treatments when people get nauseous. I knew quite a few different medical practitioners who got into Reiki because they worked with cancer patients and they wanted to help them not get nauseous 
before the treatments, they would work with them either 24 hours before or that morning so that then they could go for their treatment and they wouldn't get sick. That's the one thing, though, with most of these different energies, 24 hours to 48 hours into the body and then back out again. So it's like hill crest up and then back down again. Energy work, though, it's interesting, especially with Reiki. You just never know where it's going to help. You might have a big toe that's inflamed and having a problem and you want to work on it and your digestion will get better. You might be having really worrisome time about something at the office. And instead of releasing that worry, maybe you had another worry about your children and that worry went away. You just don't know where it's going to go as a practitioner. So it's always interesting to hear what happens in the person's life. I would suggest not going with the expectation that something specific will be healed. But by all means, have the intention, but don't expect it. Because especially with Reiki and Ashley with Marconics as well, you just don't know what's going to happen. It's more your higher self. It's more your oversoul or whatever you want to refer to it as that kind of drives the truck to say, okay, this is what's going to get shifted for you. And I'll be talking about that in a few minutes. There are confirmations that I've asked for to see, is this working? What's happening? One of them I mentioned was when my mom was at the church where she would just ask me and kind of just sort of pat me on the shoulder and look at me as she's wiggling around so that I would touch her so she would calm down and gradually be able to stop moving around. And then she'd, she'd look at me and she'd pat my hand again. And she'd nod her head like, I'm good. So then I could stop because she didn't want to interrupt the church service. I remember one time she asked me by phone, could you send me energy tonight before you go to bed? And I said, sure, of course, I'd be happy to. Well, being a really bad daughter, I forgot. And I went to bed and totally forgot. The next day, I was working as a legal secretary at lunchtime, went to take a class across here. I was in Oakland. I was going to San Francisco on BART, our public transportation. And just as I got onto BART, I thought, oh my God, I forgot to send energy to my mother. And it was about 10 to 12 because my class started at 12. So I started sending her this energy and I did it almost the entire time we were underground. And then I went to my class. That night, I got a call from her and she said, Carol, did you send me the energy a little bit before 12 today? And I went, I'm really sorry, I forgot. Then she goes, no, it was fascinating because I suddenly started feeling better. The pain started going away. She said, and I know I'd asked the day before, but I was wondering why that it took so long. That makes perfect sense. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. But first, I felt bad, of course, that I forgot to do it. But second of all, it just really confirmed to me that, yes, this works. That was for a physical problem. Let me tell you, it also works for a mind issue, like being upset or, or anxious or worried. I know this because I have another story, yes, about my ex-husband, who was my husband at the time. He was going for an interview in the evening for a job. And he asked me specifically, because he was so nervous, to send it to him at a specific time when it was supposed to start. I think it might have been seven or eight. It was later than it was normally, because it was not your basic average type of job. It was for a conducting job at a symphony. And when I sent it to him, I again miscalculated the time. I was waiting and waiting for the hour to come up and I was rushing around doing other things. And all of a sudden I went, oh my God, it's 15 minutes after the time. How did that happen? So I stopped everything, sat down and started sending him the energy. And then when I felt like I had finished sending it, five, 10 minutes, I said, okay, well, uh, sorry about that. Hope that worked. And I went about my evening. 
when he came back home, he said, were you late 15 minutes and sending me the energy? And again, I went, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I did it again. And he goes, no, it was absolutely perfect. I kept thinking, why isn't she sending me the energy? I'm so nervous. And he said, they were 15 minutes late. They came out and I was so nervous. And the second they said my name, I started releasing the fear. I felt it drain away from me. And I did the best interview I've ever did in my life. If you'd come out earlier and done it when I asked you to, I probably would have had the chance and the time to get nervous again. But because you were 15 minutes late, I didn't have the time to get nervous again. It was perfect. And I thought, wow, if you believe in spirit, I'm sorry, somebody was guiding me to almost, because I was waiting for that time. I don't know how that 15 minutes got past me. I was thinking about it, waiting for it, and it just got away from me. So let me say that it worked remotely, obviously. But the one thing about Reiki is that I did find it didn't always work. I got blocked one time really badly. I was trying to send it to a really close friend's mother who had stage four cancer. And I fell asleep two nights in a row. And I finally said, no, this is not happening. I sat up really uncomfortably and I started sending her the energy. And I got a huge, almost like weight up against my face that was like, no, with like a hand that was stopping me. And I thought, whoa, that's never happened before. So I adjusted what I was sending her from healing to peace. And I immediately felt the opening of the energy and I could send that. And it was like, oh, she doesn't want to be healed. She's ready to go. And I didn't want to tell my friend that. And I didn't until years later. I just said I sent the energy because I didn't want her to know that it didn't feel like it was working. I want to move now into Marconics. I was led to this, as I kind of mentioned earlier, at the right time for me when I decided it was time to make a change because it felt like I wanted a higher vibrational energy for people. I wanted something that didn't leave their body. And this is a newer energy and it comes into the body and it doesn't go away. So it stays there and helps you raise your vibration. So if you're feeling those heavier things like anger and fear and all those kind of things that make you feel heavier, the depressions, this is something that can help you raise your vibration higher so those things start to fall away. And that's what I was looking for. That's a very exciting type of energy. It also, if you get into some of the, like the recalibration, it shifts your entire energy field and it's multidimensional. So it works on the seen, the unseen, and it helps you feel like you're, well, I feel when I'm doing it, like I'm pulling down from a higher universal energy than I do when I'm doing Reiki. Reiki's fabulous. As I've told you, it works wonderfully, but it's not the one that I wanted to continue working with what I was doing because I felt like I was trying to do more than I have before and to help people maybe at a deeper level. This does help your body adjust to the higher ascension dimensions, especially when you do the recalibration. I'm able to do the remote no-touch as well as in-person no-touch and the recalibration, which are two different types of energy work regarding Marconics. This is all on my website. I'm not going to go into super detail. The good thing is that it does stay in your body. It raises your vibration each time you use it. And if you go into the recalibration, it can uncap your chakras and release up to 51% of your karmic debris with the recalibration. And let me say that was the reason I wanted to do it for myself. I didn't know if I wanted to do it for my clients from the very first moment I heard it, but I knew I wanted to do it for myself. Let me say this, it's not specifically a healing modality. It's more about the ascension. It's about shifting your vibration to help you deal with what's going on. But it definitely has healing side effects. It's things that happen, like I said with Reiki, which you don't know what's going to happen, but 
different things shift. And I've had a lot of benefits from it, as have my clients. I've felt that anger, fear, depression, all those things, they've kind of shifted on me. I felt that at one point, I was working in the group when I was taking classes to become a practitioner. And I shifted so much this fear of doing anything in the future. You know how you ha- maybe you have a low-grade fear or you think about stepping forward and doing something and you go, no, nah, maybe not. Well, it's this big block somehow, either in your body or in your cells somewhere, or your mind, where you go, oh, and there's a fear that you may or may not be aware of. And I had this fear that was so huge that I didn't try anything new hardly. And all of a sudden, it just left. And I felt so different and so much lighter. I was like going, well, I hope this stays because this is really not the way I'm used to kind of living my life. It did. It shifted. It moved. It. I mean, other things have come up that I've had to deal with. But that huge block that was there, it's just gone. And I've seen that happen with my clients as well, where especially with depression. And I'm not going to say it fixes everybody because it doesn't. But I've had two clients that said, I was almost not able to move and I feel different. I feel like things are shifting for me. And it's something that is such a joyous thing to hear for clients, whatever they're going through, that things are changing and shifting. I would say too, that when I came home from my intensive class, which was the one where I became the practitioner, I had a couple people that I know who can read auras. They can see the colors and I just wish I could see them because then you'd know how to approach somebody. If they're all black, you'd go, definitely not going there or definitely want to shift their energy somehow, see if I can do that. But I've never been able to. And I walked in the door and the one woman looked at me and she goes, oh my God, you look totally different. What did you do? I was smiling from here to here going, I feel different. This is so cool. I wouldn't know that because I can't see my own aura. But she says, no, you're all kinds of interesting colors that were I've never seen in your aura before, just barely in your aura. She said, you have the healing colors now. I'm not sure what that means because I haven't done any study on auras. But it was something that really felt good because she didn't know what I was doing. She didn't realize that I was working with Marconics or that I had gone. She knew I'd been away. She thought I'd been on vacation. She says, wow, whatever you did, keep doing it. (laughs) I want some of that. The other things I have to say, it was something really kind of weird. And I'm going to say this anyway because you're going to go, What? Sometimes with Marconics, you can integrate past lives. And I did some of that where I I was like, sure that I was this taller person who was like a warrior type. And and I thought, well, whatever, this is kind of weird. Okay. Part of me totally believed it. Part of me was that thinking logical self was going, really? You got to be out of your mind. But when I got home, people started saying, you look taller. Why are you taller? And I thought, I do feel taller. Am I holding myself strong, you know, taller? What's going on? Every single time I got into my car, this is a brand new car. It's not an old one with a mirror that doesn't work. I had to adjust both my rearview mirror and my side mirror so that as though I was taller. And at one point, my head was hitting the top. I'm only 5'4", and I don't have a tall body. I have longer legs, I tell you. But my head was hitting my roof on the car. And I thought, what in the heck is going on here? And it felt like I was shifting and growing and changing and just being this being that I was supposed to be, to being more of me. I don't want to scare you. This doesn't happen for everybody, but it was something, it felt like I was more of who I'm supposed to be. I was clearer. I was taller, but that's my byproduct. (laughs) It was very strange. I literally went into the doctor's office thinking, I must be 5'6 now instead of 5'4 because I feel 5'10. 
And the woman looked at me and she says, well, I'm 5'4 and you look much. I said, I feel tall. I didn't give her any backstory. I think she was a nurse practitioner. And she looked at me and she said, you look much taller than me. I'm 5'4. And I said, I'm 5'4. Well, in the past, she said, no, you look much taller. You look like three inches or four inches taller than me. She says, let me measure you. And we both, our mouth dropped open because literally I was still 5'4. But somehow that impression, that feeling, almost like my energy was taller or something in order to make it appear that I was taller than I was. Something was happening. It's kind of that piece of it. I feel like I've integrated all of that. So it's not like I'm tall now. I don't feel 5'7 anymore or 5'10. But it was something unusual and something that I personally had experienced. So I wanted to mention that. The really cool thing about everything having to do with marconics or any kind of vibration, if you shift your vibration higher, the benefits are huge when it comes to entrainment. Because with entrainment, you can raise other people's vibrations. If you raise yourself up and you're happier and you're laughing, if you've been around people like that and you're down, as long as you're not totally down in the basement and you go, I can't be around this person and they walk away, you may find yourself laughing with them for no reason. You might have been angry or in not a good mood and all of a sudden you're laughing or you're smiling going, wait, how'd that happen? Because the person you're around is feeling lighter and brighter than you are and you sort of the word that we use is entrained to their energy. You're feeling their energy going, whoa. And your whole being kind of adjusts and shifts and morphs so that you're closer to their type of energy and their vibration. So you feel better too. I did, after I got back from this, before I started noticing the tallness, I was talking to somebody that I didn't know that well. But we talked like for two hours and we had never talked that long before. We were chatting. She was asking about where I'd gone and what I'd done. And I told her just a little bit about the type of energy I was working with. And she nodded and thought, well, that sounds interesting. But she didn't say she wanted it or anything. I got home and the next, that evening or the next morning, I forget, I got a text from her and she said, what did you do to me? Those were her exact words. And I went, uh, oh, geez. I don't know. I, I had this weird feeling of, I have no idea. Oh my God, what is she talking about? And I kind of texted her back and went, why? What happened? Because <laughs> I didn't want to assume anything. And I thought, um, why? And she said, I don't know if you know, but I have a huge amount of depression. After you left about an hour later, I had this euphoria, this light feeling, this like almost effervescent, like champagne feeling in my all my cells. I've never felt this way in my entire life. She said, I want what you've got. How can I work with you? She was my first Marconics client when I came back. That was a paying client that wasn't just a family friend or something. She was the one that really made me realize, because when I was learning this, I said, you know, I, I want, and I want you to ask for this as well. I want to know if this is right for me or not. I really need to have some sort of validation for this. Tell me, let me feel that this is right. Let me know that this is right. And when I got that text from her, I knew this was something I was supposed to do. And I work with this energy, with energy space clearing, intuitive readings, and life coachings, because it all works so well together. The Marconics was something that was the extra added piece I didn't have. And it was something that was kind of exciting because of that. And I want to tell you about some of my clients here that they don't always recognize the changes that happen, especially in when they have a recalibration until we talk. Because if I know them already, I can say, so how is this? How is that? How are you doing? And they may say, oh, I'm, I'm great. Or no, I don't feel anything or, or whatever it is. And if they say I don't feel anything, 
if I've talked to them enough already, I can say, so you were having trouble sleeping. How's that going? You were doing this. How's that going? And they might say, oh, I'm actually feeling better. Oh, well, yeah, this has changed. Oh, I had this new thing come up that I didn't expect. I've had clients who have raised up out of fear, depression, sadness. Those things just sort of fell away. So they're not there as much. I mean, they're human. Thanks to come up. But I've had two with life purposes that unexpectedly show up. New jobs have showed up. The love lives have improved. And obviously, this isn't all from the energy work necessarily. But if you're raising your vibration and shifting yourself from this fear and negative pattern that you have, and more positive stuff starts showing up, where is the cause and the effect? If you're the only thing different you did is to have energy work, then you kind of think, well, maybe this is what caused it. I never know what's going to happen when my clients start aligning with their higher consciousness, with this raising their vibration. It always surprises me because it isn't always what they've asked for. It's something that I just don't know. It's something that is exciting for me as a practitioner and is very exciting to my clients. Sometimes they have specific ideas in mind, like I said, and sometimes they don't. But the one thing that does happen is that negative things may come up, past issues, things either with their health, people that they thought they were done with, bosses that they thought they were complete with, stuff happens that they say, wait a minute, I thought I was done with this stuff. Why is this energy bringing up this garbage that I don't want to deal with again? And let me tell you that that happened to me as well with the physical ailment that I had. It came back up while right actually during my recalibration. Let me tell you that if it comes up, it comes up again because you're ready to resolve it. And I've seen this time and time again. People work through old issues so much quicker. And the feelings that they were having before, they are able to work through them so much faster. And afterwards, they're left feeling, wow, I really handled this. This was something I could never have done before. This feels amazing. I did want to mention that sometimes when you work with energy work, a couple things can happen. Sometimes, especially with Reiki or Marcanus, you may feel like nothing has happened to you. You may fall asleep. That happens when I meditate sometimes. I fall asleep and I feel like I didn't get anything. But if you have someone working with you or on you with this energy work, it's going to be going into your body and into your cells, whether you're aware of it or not, because you're laying there, you're feeling it. It's Well, you may not be feeling it, but the energy work is going in there. It may not be till the next day or two days later that you start seeing shifts and changes. You might start feeling a little different. You might start having people react differently to you. And when I mentioned that entrainment earlier, where people kind of come up to your vibration, that doesn't always happen because some people are too far below and they feel uncomfortable. They don't feel happy that you've shifted because Maybe they like being around you when you're, maybe you're complaining or whining or being angry all the time. And maybe they match that vibration with you and you feed off each other. If that happens, then you probably weren't, didn't come to energy healing. But if you did, you need to be aware that if you raise your vibration yourself, that this energy work may make them come up with you, but it may make them fall away from you. And you have to be ready for people in your life to say, I'm done with you. What are you doing? You're different. And if you feel really good about yourself, that's what's so important. That's what you need to do for yourself. And let the people go if you need to. So far with all my clients, I've only had one person that that's happened to, and they were ready anyway. Every single other person 
who had issues or who even were thought they were okay with their spouse or their significant other, they all entrained with them, which first off, I have to say that some people were a little annoyed because they did all the work and their spouse lifted up with them. They didn't have to do anything. He said, be around them. So let that go. That's okay. But the other thing is that you need to be aware that you need to do what's best for you. So if that person is not good for your life, this may become more and more apparent as they become more and more difficult to be around or they may be more and more angry that you've shifted. Just be prepared that you take care of you, whatever you do, because this is about how you feel. It's about what you want to do for you. Energy work depends on where you are now and what you need. What feels right for you, the timing of getting it done when you feel you need to. Of course, the type of energy work you want to work with, there is a ton of it out there. Some really thousands of years old and some brand new. Marconics is only from 2012 when the stars shifted and, and everything aligned. And I do recommend, if you're interested at all, to get the Marconics books. There's two of them out there. So you can get an idea how it works. Also, I recommend that you do what feels right for you. I mean, really, and interview practitioners. Never give the gift of energy healing to somebody. They may not use it. It may not feel right for them, and it will feel like you're forcing it on them. Coaching is a little different from energy work or intuitive readings. You can give gifts of those sorts of things if, if they've expressed an interest in it. But if you buy a gift, you have to find that sometimes the practitioner may not be right for the person that you're giving the gift to. I generally, while I do have gift certificates, I don't generally say that it's a good thing to do. If you feel absolutely 100% that this needs to be done, then do it. But a lot of times the practitioner doesn't line up with your friend or your relative that you want to force and fix to be having this shift. So be aware. But for yourself, interview practitioners. Make sure that you know that they feel right, their energy feels right. Not only the energy with that person that you're working with, but also the energy work, the type of work that they do. Now, one thing I do want to make sure I mention before we sign off here is how often you should have energy work. Because I've had that question a lot. How often do you do it? Well, as often as you need it. But do go by with the practitioner's sense because each energy is different. For the three I've mentioned and the most familiar with, tapping, you can do as often as you like. There's really no time limit on that. Reiki, it can be done every day or every other day, whatever feels right for you, because it does stay in your body 24 to 48 hours. So you don't necessarily need it every day unless you're specifically working on something or the person is your neighbor or your loved one and they can do it every day. With Marconics, the two the, uh, types of sessions that I do, the no touch should be done no more than once a week because the energy is so strong. And the recalibration, which I did mention, I'm a recalibration practitioner, is a different type of level. And it's something you'd have to talk about your practitioner with because it's more of a commitment to how you want to shift your body template and your energy. And let's just say that you do it once, two one-hour sessions, and you don't do it again. That one is a little different and that you need to talk to someone about. When you're thinking about doing energy work, if it sounds like it's something you'd be interested in, look at the different sections of your life. Look at your relationship life. Look at your, perhaps your children or your, the way your emotions fly around something specific. Because if you do that, you'll be able to decide 
yeah, this one feels right. Maybe not for career, but it feels really good for this. I need more like life coaching for career. I need to make specific decisions. But for my fears around it, ah, maybe energy work will work for that. Try what feels right to you. You can try one session or two sessions or move it on up to more if you feel like it's something that's working for you. Each energy work is different. Each one, each practitioner is different. Give yourself that gift if it feels right and start working with someone. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Connect with me on Facebook or by email with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to be a guest, give me a shout out and I'll send you an application. Until next week, remember, you are already enough to have that joyful, limitless life that you desire. You are tuned in to Living Your Limitless Life. Do you want to know more? Visit host Carol DeShane's website at connect the number two joy.com. Today's gonna-